Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the deposition with Objection. Uh, my name is Objection, I go by Objection, or B or Brandon, whichever you prefer. I say that a lot now, and those of you that are listening to this with any sort of regularity already know who I am, so I'm wondering if I should stop doing that. Uh, I'm kidding. Um, but I'm a podcaster. Uh, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, you can also catch me on Twitch, uh, YouTube, wherever. It's at Objection, spelled phonetically, O-B-J-E-C-K-S-H-U-N. And uh, today's topic, um, I might have really messed up here, to be honest with you. I don't know if you guys can hear the traffic driving around me, but I, I kind of had to like step away from technology and come and do another car podcast and not really too much, not really worry too much about... Um, the acoustics per se because what I wanted to talk about today like I it it's a tough subject and you know what the reality is it shouldn't have been a tough subject but I I do do a little bit of prep before I make these podcasts and typically that involves putting myself in a situation based off of an idea or a mindset that I have uh, before I start recording, and with what I'm going to talk about today, I just did something really, I don't even want to say that it was dumb, I just did something that, that really kind of made me sad after I did it, because what I want to talk about today is letting go, and the different meanings that letting go of something has uh, versus, um, giving up, because there is a distinction between the two things, right, letting, can you give up on something that you've let go of, yeah, uh, and I've often said in, in the past that, um, you know, you can only put, you can put the things that you experience into one of three buckets, you can either, uh, influence it, you can change it, or you can let it go, not in that order, um, and I've, I've, I've very often been super nonchalant about the let it go part, uh, but I don't, I don't know how easy it is to let some things go. And it's, it, for me personally, it's very, very difficult, um, because I, I tend to hang on to a lot of stuff just to kind of keep myself afloat. Uh, some negative, some very negative, and some positive, you know. Um, but what actually kind of triggered this discussion is uh, I've recently uh, been contemplating getting back into streaming Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, in fact, by the time you hear this, I may have streamed uh, a bit more Kingdom Hearts 3. And I, for some reason... I really enjoy that game. Like, I, I like the series Kingdom Hearts as a whole. Uh, the story doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like, I can definitely make sense of it since I've experienced so much of it. Um, but Kingdom Hearts 3, for me specifically, is a game that, that kind of went off the rails when you get to the Arendelle stage. And if you guys aren't familiar with what Arendelle is, Arendelle is where the movie Frozen takes place. And we all know the the most famous of songs from Frozen is called Let It Go. Um, that, coupled with a conversation that I had with a buddy 
uh, very recently that I won't name and I won't get into it, but we were kind of talking about, um, you know, the, the good old days and the idea that you don't really know what the good old days are while you're in them, which is a very, very true statement, unfortunately. Um, so letting stuff go and specifically, I get, I, I don't want to sit here and be like, let, let everything go, but I do want to question why it's so difficult. And the reality is what I did to get prepared for this. Oh God, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> what I did to get prepared for this is I went through a bunch of old messages that I had with people whom I've either lost contact with, uh, lost completely, or the dynamic of our relationship has changed so much over the the past several um, periods of time, I guess we'll say. Uh, could be weeks, could be months, could be years, uh, but... I, I decided to do that. And the reality is when I first decided that I was going to tackle this specific topic on the podcast, I wanted to make sure that I tackled it from an angle of just globally letting things go. It's not always a person. It's not always people. It's not always friendships or relationships or whatever the case may be. Uh, sometimes we hang on to that job. For, for longer than we should, or sometimes we hang on to a title, or or to to anything really, an abstract thought, nostalgia. I feel like sometimes we get really, really stuck in the nostalgia of looking at things with rose-colored glasses. Like, for example, I am one of the few people who is willing to like actively publicly say in 2023 that The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time did not age well. Like... <laughs> If that game released mechanically, even with better graphics, but mechanically released uh, in today's video game cycle, that game would get crucified in terms of uh, playability. In fact, I've watched people play it who have never played it before, and without coming across as insulting to them, um, they they tend to struggle with it. Hell, even me going back and replaying it, it it's a bit of a struggle for me because I've gotten so used to to modern technological advances in gaming like uh they just released recently a metroid prime remaster and the best thing that they did for that game was give it twin stick controls in my opinion now there are purists that will hang on to the nostalgia that will say i want to play this on my gamecube controller and i want the uh the controls that metroid had originally and that's fine for them because back in the day that game was fantastic and the controls were impeccable and i would say that those controls are still impeccable to this day um but the way that we do things now at least the way that my brain works what i have in the remaster is is far far more of an enjoyable experience than trying to go back and play the original game with the original controls um but yeah uh not to get too far off topic but letting things go um, I don't know why it's, it's so tough to let certain, certain things or certain situations or certain people go. I wish I did. 
and I wish it, there was a scientific way or I often joke about like robotics and AI and a lot of the, the communities that I'm in specifically one community that I can think of that I don't want to call out per se because I don't want to make anybody from there uncomfortable but if you know me for any stretch of time you know what I'm talking about um, but there are times realistically that that I wish there was a switch to just kind of turn off the ability to, to hang on to something, to feel so, so stuck, not necessarily stuck, but just to feel so ingrained, I guess, in something that you feel that letting it go would be a disservice to whatever it is. And I don't, I don't know how to attack it. I don't know how to describe it other than to say it's just a very, very difficult uh, thing that a lot of humans experience in, in a day-to-day -day situation. Like, there are people right now who are working jobs that they hate to earn money to buy shit that they really don't need, and they, they just can't let that mindset go. And there are, there are people that just... There, we all have somebody... I would argue that every human, right, and this is going to be kind of a spicy blanket statement, but I would argue that every human alive has one or more humans in their life that they just cannot let go of, right, for whatever reason, negatively, positively, whatever the case may be. And I'll kind of come back to this a little bit later because I want to, while I, typically when I, when I am advising somebody of something, I, I like to keep that advice um, tailored to that person. But I am going to share with you something that I said to them uh, that even made me think. Like after I said it, I was like, holy shit, I can't fucking believe those words just came out of my mouth. Excuse my language. This is an explicit podcast. You guys already know that. Um... But what I, what I do want to kind of transition into is the difference between letting go and giving up. Uh, giving up is basically relinquishing control of a situation to, to other circumstances. Giving up is saying, I have no control over what is occurring right now or what is happening. And therefore, I choose actively to relinquish that control or to relinquish any sort of, of input into that situation that I might have had. So I will not uh, be doing any more like I'm done, right, is, is what you'll, you'll hear a lot of. Uh, letting go to me is actually taking control, right? Like, letting go is being like, I understand that there is nothing in my current capacity that I can do to make this situation any different or any more healthy for either parties involved. So in order to do that, I am letting this go, right? Uh, you see it a lot in sports. Um, athletes just can, no matter how good an athlete is, uh, athletes can just no longer contribute to what the organization's goals are. So the best thing for that athlete to do is either request to be traded or wait out their contract and sign with another team or whatever the case may be. It takes me back to, as an Orlando Magic fan, Tracy McGrady in the, the early aughts, right? Like Tracy McGrady actually had a TV commercial that came out 
where he called out the organization by saying, you think I like putting up 40 points a game and losing? And sometimes I think back on that commercial and I'm like, was that a fever dream? Did he really say that? But, you know, he decided that in order to make his career work and to have any sort of success with his career, that he was going to have to let the magic go. And he did that, ultimately. Oh my, that's a loud vehicle, isn't it? Um, he did that the, in the only way that most athletes know how, which is to request a trade, uh, decline the, the contract extension, et cetera, et cetera. We won't get into the particulars of that right now. Um, I also don't think that letting go has anything to do with any sort of loyalty or disloyalty, right? I think a lot of times a lot of us are kind of shackled by this false sense of loyalty or by this, this false sense of I can't let this go because this job or this situation or this person needs me. And it's not to say that you're not useful to the situation or that anybody's not useful or able to, to be in addition to any situation. It's more of a recognition of the fact that your personal peace is at risk because you are hanging on to something that is not necessarily the best for you, right? Like, giving up on something is typically... You're giving up on on making an effort to take something that could be... That could be healthy and could be positive and turning that into just like a, you know, I'm going to just go do something else. Letting go is realizing that something that you're hanging on to is detrimental to you and taking the action and the steps to to make it so that you are in a healthier med, uh, med space. You're in a healthier headspace and a healthier mindset. I really wish I didn't do what I did because I feel like without coming to, and I'm going to, you know me, I keep it a book. That's what I do. But I feel like doing what I did, while it gave me good feelings kind of going through uh, some of that older stuff, it just, it really did contribute to a level of sadness that I realized that I there were things that I should have let go so, so long ago. Before 2020, before before a lot of things, there was a lot of stuff that I needed to just like walk away from and I didn't and the reality is is that it it's it sucks to be in it now um but we we move on right because we're not giving up but we are letting go um and it's not an easy process and it's not an overnight thing you know what I mean it's difficult to let toxic shit go like especially if you're somebody who takes comfort in in a sense of normalcy or in a sense of normality, uh, letting something go can be very, very tough. It can be very, very tough, um, especially if it's a normal, if it's if it's uh, something that you're used to, right? Like uh, you, there's say there's a TV show. Um, what is it, what is it that they a lot of people watch? True crime. So a lot of people watch these true crime shows. And sometimes I feel like just having watched them in passing, like a lot of them are just very intense, right? Like, I, I guess, you know, reality, I just did air quotes and you probably couldn't see them. 
uh, uh, reality TV can can sometimes show you a, a tiny glimpse of reality, but when you're showing people reality and selling it as reality and allowing them to make it their reality, that can be a little bit depressing and that can be a little bit harsh. Um, so with that being said, it often stands to reason that maybe you should take a break from that sort of thing. Because uh, let's be real, man, like media, media as a whole, as, a, as I'm creating media, <laughs> media as a whole can be can be very detrimental to one's mental health. And one of the best things that we can do for ourselves in the realm of media, specifically social media, is realize when there are things that, that are hurting us and that are hurting our mentals and, and there are things that, that should be let go of. Um, to, to bring it back to what I was talking about earlier, uh, a friend of mine, buddy of mine, were having a conversation and we were talking about like, you know, nostalgia and some stuff that we've, we've experienced in the past as part of a friend group that kind of fizzled. You know, I won't, I won't uh, sugarcoat it. The friend group definitely just kind of, you know, it was poof. It was there and now it's not there. Um, and we were, you know, just kind of chitty chatting about it and reminiscing about the good old times and wearing the rose colored glasses of nostalgia and not realizing um, that there were things that, that just weren't healthy at the time. They weren't, they weren't cohesive. Not that it was, you know, anybody actually harming their physical health, but the seeds were being sown, the seeds were being sown, rather, for a, a little bit of an unfortunate circumstance as far as uh, communication went. And this particular person just won't, just can't let it go. Like, and it, it's, I'm not trying to say anything to be mean to them because there have been times where I found myself in their exact situation where I'm in a situation where I just can't I can't let it go like I just I can't walk away from it you know and I said to this person I said what is it about this specific situation to where you feel like you have to be in it like, what are you gaining, whether physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever the case may be, what are you gaining from this situation? And the second part of the question is, you have been in other situations similar to this that I know of, where I have seen you let the situation go for less than what you are hanging on to in this other situation. What is it about this other situation that is so difficult that you can't just let go of it? And I remember sitting there after I said it, and I was like, I don't fucking believe I just said that. But the reality is, when we sit and think about stuff, when we sit and think about relationships with our parents, or relationships with our friends, or relationships with whomever, our jobs, um, our... our you know, our health, our physical health, or lack thereof, or anything for that matter, when you sit and really think about it, what you've, I've seen you shut shit down, and I'm talking to myself right now, I've seen myself shut shit down for, for less than what I'm putting up with in some situations, why am I putting up with this shit, you know, and 
it's a it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a tough thing. It's a, it's kind of hard to look in that mirror and be like, yeah, you really you are really just like letting this particular instance just be just exist. You wouldn't do this shit for anybody else or for anything else, but that one person, that one job, that one title, right? Why? <laughs> just why? You know? But before we run, because we are starting to get uh, at the at the normal, well, not even at the normal stopping point. Last week's episode was pretty long. Pause. Um, I want to talk a little bit about nostalgia. And I think that nostalgia can be a good thing. But I think that I, I think that rooting in nostalgia is a little bit dangerous because it is very, very difficult to capture lightning in a bottle. You know, like it's very, very diff- difficult to to experience the same sensation twice. And I think something that happens with nostalgia a lot of the time is as humans, we we think about our childhoods and we think about the the better times, if you will. I just did air quotes again. You guys didn't see him. I should probably stop pointing that out. <laughs> Um, but we often think about those, those times and those instances where things were great and things felt good and things were better than they are right now. And we want so desperately to go back and, and make it like it was. And the unfortunate reality is that sometimes that's just an impossibility. Sometimes things are just too far gone or too, they've evolved too much to try and recapture that feeling right like when Resident Evil 4 came out originally um it was regarded as one of not only one of the best survival horror video games of all time but as one of the best video games of all time and again as as somebody who who will has no real problem uh saying this sort of thing mechanically Resident Evil 4 didn't age well mechanically I think that it's a fun game. I think that it's fantastic. But I also think that there's a reason why here in a, in a little bit of time, Capcom's going to be releasing a fully redone remake of the game, uh, completely modernized for for current, uh, current platforms, PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X. And it's always it's it's always fun to look back on those situations and you know that was great. We especially on my Twitch channel, we'll often go back and look at old clips of uh the old crew playing Warzone and you know half of that crew's like moved on to bigger and better things and you know sometimes the other half is still around but it's just it's not the same as it was. But what we have to stop doing is we have to stop looking at things that aren't the same as they were as bad things, right? Like, I really do think that we can move the needle forward and we can create new memories with with new situations and new jobs and new experiences and, and make new friends. And I'm not saying to cut anybody off. Or to cut old people or, or old things out of your life completely. I think things that, that were there, that are still there, should be appreciated for the fact that they were there and that they, they remain there. But at the end of the day, if someone or something or some situation is toxic, like, 
you know, you, you couldn't, you, you can't, you, you really have to just remove it. You have to let it go. Like, it's just not safe. It's not healthy. It's not conducive, right? Like, you know, to, to make it a little bit weird, if you were sick when you were a kid, you stayed home from school, right? And there were kids who faked sick, but there were, like, I can remember knowing kids who would, like, go out in the cold and not have a sweater on in the hopes that they would actually catch a cold so that they could be legitimately sick so that they didn't have to go to school. And that's a little bit of a weird thing to do. But I also feel that that is kind of what letting nostalgia completely drive your your focus is is like, right? So I'm not, and again, I'm not saying that, that nostalgic things aren't aren't great or aren't wonderful memories and wonderful things to experience or even to relive every now and then. But what I will say is the expectation that that sort of history will repeat itself is is a little bit difficult because you know they say history repeats itself but it doesn't mirror what it was before right what you've experienced with with someone or at at some place you may have a similar experience or more or almost an identical experience uh somewhere else with someone else um and that's that's kind of the crux of this whole thing that's a truck driving by that's kind of the crux of this whole thing, uh, is, is making sure that we're a little bit more careful with how we, we look at the things that we've enjoyed and what we hang on to versus what we, we enjoyed, uh, or what we enjoy rather as, as an experience in, in whole. I hope that made sense. I feel like I'm, I'm kind of rambling a little bit, but admittedly, I, well, shit, I won't even say feel, I know I'm rambling a little bit, but admittedly, I'm kind of in my feels, man, because there were some messages that I looked at that when I, when I look at the relationship that I have with some of the people who sent me these messages, I get very sad because I, like, they, I don't believe that those are messages that they would send to me now. And it hurts, you know, like it, it's, it's an unfortunate thing and it would be wonderful to be able to, to recapture that or to re-encapsulate that. But the, the reality is, is that everybody is, is kind of on a journey and everybody's fighting a battle that you really don't know anything about. And I can remember to the day when I stopped talking about my battle, right? I stopped talking about a lot of my battles because I felt like I didn't want to trauma bond with anybody and I didn't, I didn't want to, to drag anybody down, but just looking at, at some of the, the stuff that I said and some of the stuff that was said to me, one, some things that I said admittedly were a little bit cringy, like not that I don't stand by the statements, but just that I wish that I had worded them differently. And two, um, there there is a lot that I wish I had explained in greater detail. I feel like I, I left a lot of context out of, of some of those old things that I wish, I wish I had provided more context for. And finally, I, I genuinely wish that, uh, that I had taken 
more advice, either my own or from people who were genuinely concerned for my well-being. But at the end of the day, it is while it is very difficult to to actually let things go and to not give up, I feel like it is something that we really, really need to learn how to do quite a bit better. Um, so yeah, now that I've uh, now that I'm in my feels, I will I'll close by I'll close with this uh, because this is something that stands out to me a lot. I I watch a lot of Ego Raptor or uh, Aaron Andrews or is his last name Andrews? Aaron Aaron Hansen Aaron Hansen. I messed that up, and I don't even know if his last name is Hansen. I forgot what Aaron's last name is. I feel like a dumbass. I'm pretty confident it's Aaron Hansen. Anyways, I call him Ego Raptor. I don't like to use people's first name if it's not something that that uh, they've attached to themselves publicly. And I don't, I don't know him that well, so I can't com- comfortably say. It. Anywho, I'm getting off topic. But I watched one of his videos called Sequelitis, and he was talking about. Uh, some old Castlevania games and something that he used as kind of an analogy was uh, he was describing a high-class dessert versus a snack food and what he said about the high-class dessert at a high level was that it wasn't designed to go on forever it was designed to finish off a meal Um, maybe it was so good that you wanted more but you're glad with what you had like it was an amazing experience for what it was And I think that really resonated hard with me because that is something that I struggle with. There's there's always a way to appreciate a situation for what it is or what it was without hanging on to it in a detrimental way. So with that being said, what I will say is I I appreciate the the experiences that I've had and the conversations that I've had and when it comes to my, my old friends or my old situations or, or anything like that, um, I would, I'm always going to be there for those people and I'm always going to love those people. Um, but when it comes to certain situations that I just cannot, uh, I can't adjust and I can't make healthy and I can't make right. Those are situations that I know personally I have to work on being able to let go of versus giving up on or trying to control. Um, So my hope for you guys today is to really recognize the difference between uh, holding on to something, well, not necessarily holding on to something, but letting go of something and giving up on something because those are two inherently different things. I would also encourage you guys to look at the situations in your life where you are presenting yourself with a double standard of putting up with something that you don't put up with anywhere else. And finally, like, you know, enjoy situations for what they are in the moment and build long lasting and fun memories and remember them and appreciate them for what they were. But be very careful not to get trapped in a situation where that becomes the expectation moving forward or the goal becomes bringing that back because in many ways, that's just an unfortunate impossibility. Uh, I wish you guys all the best. I love you all to death. And I thank each and every one of you that tunes in to listen to this podcast because there are some times I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if I should be doing this. And ultimately, I'm glad that I do. 
again, this has been the deposition with objection and the item objection. Uh, you can my my link tree is finally in my profile, so you can find me anywhere if you go to the main profile page on this and and hit up the link tree. Uh, I'm at objection spelled phonetically O B J E C K S H U N. And again, uh, you know, take it easy. Be be. What do I say on stream? Be awesome to each other, but be better to yourselves. And I mean that. I really, really do mean that shit. Y'all take it easy, man.